Welcome to the Along the Way podcast, your place to become an equipped and encouraged parent so you can experience God's absolute best for your family. Hey everyone, welcome to the Along the Way podcast. My name is Tim LaPointe and I'm here with Bruce Roberts, who is our... What up? What up? Who's our next generation pastor here at Bell Shoals Church. And Bruce, today we're talking about uh, really building that parenting team. You know, a lot of times in life we hear that expression, it takes a village. That's and, right. And uh, it can sound a little cliche. It can definitely sound a little cliche, but, you know, they're really, when we, when we talk about this, there is biblical foundation for that concept of, especially when it comes to parenting, you know, it, it takes a village. It does take a village. Hey, just because it's cliche doesn't mean it's not true. You know, it can still be true. Yeah. And uh, I mean, we were, I mean, I think from the jump, when you see in Genesis, we were all, we were never created to do life alone. All right. So we were created um, for community. And I love starting here because I think sometimes we don't think about it in this way, but God lives in community. God lives in community. We've said that before. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. There's a family, there's a community, and there's been one for all of eternity. Before Mm -hmm. there was time, that's the basis for everything. It really is. And that's what we come from. That's whose image we were made in. That's, that's, that's where it all um, starts for us. So when you see Adam in Genesis, God gives him Eve. And then from there, they begin to have families, begin to build cities. Um, even when Abram is called, what is it? He grabs people with him and travels with him and and all the way throughout, even to modern day times with the, with the local church. And the whole purpose of the church is that we are people from every tribe, tongue, nation. We gather together. We do life together um, under one king. So uh, we're, we, were just, we were just never meant to do life alone. Uh, you see throughout scripture, um, even the Proverbs says, iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Mm-hmm. Like we... We, we need one another. It's not that it's just companionship. In order for me to become better at any facet of my life, it requires other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It requires that people walk with me. And even with iron sharpening iron, in order for iron to sharpen iron, there has to be proximity. They have yeah. to be close. They have to touch. Yeah. So it's not just I'm just in a room with people um, or I'm just around a bunch of people, I'm doing life in such a way where there's proximity, where there's, we're, we're close enough to each other to where you have an impact on my life and I can have an impact on yours. And the hope and the goal from all of that is going to be that we're sharpened in some way, that we're better because of it. So that's true individually. That's also true collectively. And when it comes to parenting, it's not any different. In order for us to parent well, um, to to be faithful, to be successful in God's eyes when it comes to parenting, it's going to require that we have a lot of people on our team, the right people on our team to be successful. Yeah, that's a great point. And, you know, I love what you're talking about there of, you know, it's it's not enough to just kind of have opportunities to have relationships with people, but we have to be intentional about getting ourselves close with people mm-hmm. um, so that there really is that opportunity, not only for us to be able to pour into them, but for them to pour into us as well. Absolutely. Um, so when we talk about, okay, let's talk like we're, we're drafting a team here. All right. So <clears throat> when we are talking about our parenting team with the one-on-one, who are you picking here? One on one, the one oh one. So the, okay. the first pick, first pick, first round. Who are you going with? Who am I going with? Well, I'm going to go with one. I'm just going to go with what we're born into. I'm going to go with our family. Okay, all good, right. Good pick. Good, good pick. pick. Top prospect. You know, so uh, we're we we all come from a family. 
We all come from a family. Um, so that's how we're, we're learning. Like, the family is the original team. Let's just be honest, right? It's the original team. That's why I think it's funny that when you – when people are recruiting, you know, you see all these recruiting things and, and people are like, why did you pick that school? Well, I just felt like family. Mm. I just felt like, uh, you know, I belong here. You know, they treated me. I'm going to battle with my brothers. Like you, mm -hmm. you hear family language all the time in sports because it's the original team. Yeah. It's the original team and you can't improve. You can't improve upon it. Um, and the thing about a family is that there's, there's different roles within a family and everyone's not the same. And so, uh, I would, and it's good for our kids and for us to understand that we're attached to something. You know, there was some, there was a family before us, we've come from something and, and it's, you know, we're going to leave something behind. There's a legacy to follow us. So yeah. our kids seeing their grandma, grandpa. Um, seeing our parents, our, our kids seeing cousins, our siblings who have kids, you know what I mean? Um, knowing aunts and uncles and, and relating to a, a family unit and it, and it's, you know, a comprehensive family unit. Uh, I think it's such a, it's a, such a healthy thing so they can understand that, you know what, it's bigger than just what's happening at our address yeah. where, you know, the Roberts name, the LaPointe name, whatever name is on the back of your jersey uh, or in your mailbox, if people still put yeah, names yeah. on mailboxes. Is that yeah, still a thing and every now and again? Okay. So, depends, uh, on, depends on the zip code. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> you know, but there's, there's a, there's a, you're part of something bigger, much bigger than yourself. So um, definitely foster and cultivate um, those family relationships right. that your kids would know, <clears throat> would know, um, where you came from, what they are attached to. Yeah. And I, honestly, that's been one of the, the challenges of, you know, we moved here from uh, Mississippi beforehand. We were about four mile, four um, uh, hours from Kentucky, you know okay. I mean? So we could, we were pretty close. We could go see family with, with some regularity, but you know, it's, it's tougher down here and yeah. uh, thankful for technology and things like that. But uh, you know, that's one of the things that we, that we miss, you know, um, sure. the ability to, for our kids and our kids are always asking about their cousins and all that stuff. Yeah. And we just don't get to see them as often. Um, but, uh, they value and see the value of those relationships. Well, and the, the beauty of, again, not everybody has a situation like this. And we recognize that, you know, not everybody like family may not share the same value system for others. It may be somebody that's close like family. Mm -hmm. um, but if you do have family, if you do have blood relatives that share the same value system, the beauty of those people being on your team is that they're already built in. That's right. It's not a relationship that you have to, to manufacture. It's yeah. not one that you have to, you have to go look for it. You right. don't have to go look for it. It's yeah. already there. Mm -hmm. And when my wife and I moved down to Florida, um, it was just super helpful when my parents then followed us down and having them around to be able to help out. You know, we just had a newborn not that long ago mm -hmm. and having their support um, was just super crucial for that. Uh, you know, I think back to when we had our, our first child, I was going to school in South Carolina and we didn't, we didn't have a whole lot of friends that were in the same life stage. Our family wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, we were going to a church, so there was opportunity for community, but we weren't intentional about plugging into that community there. And parenting felt like a really lonely journey, uh, one that I had to figure out on my own, one that I didn't have really mm. people speaking into me on here's how to be a better dad. And, right. Um, you know, f fortunately, 
she was just a newborn in that phase, so I think there was not too much I could screw up at that point. Um, no, there's a lot you can. Touche, touche. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it just, I th- I'm so grateful now that we are plugged into uh, a great community here and that we do have family around that can be a part of our team. So who who's next on that, on that parenting team? I mean, just real quick. I mean, I came from that, so I didn't, you know, you know, my family now is not really, I have some, I have some siblings that are blood, there are blood related to me, but, um, the folks that I consider my parents, where I go back home for Christmases and things, there's no br- blood relation at all. Mm-hmm. There's no legal binding or any, you know, we're not bound in any way except for the fact that we see each other as family. Yeah. And there's an understanding, there's a, a commitment, there's a love in that way. So there are, there are a lot of people in that same situation where, you know, it may not be a biological mom and dad who, um, who, play the part of being the grandparents for your kids or things things like that but um, there's by God's grace there's other people other people who are willing to come along and and uh, I think the this next sphere of life are some of the places where you can find those people it's just really finding great friends Mm -hmm. great friends um you know you know two are better than one right that's what the scriptures say two are better than one um because it's already presuming and assuming that you're going to fall down. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, Ecclesiastes even talks about that. I think right. it's in chapter four, you yeah. know, if, if you fall down and no one's around. That's right. That's right. So yeah, if you have someone there, they can pick you up. Right. Um, but that's the thing is like, you're going to fall down. Uh, you're going to fall down. That's just woven into uh, and assumed, you know, in, in the biblical narrative there. So we're going to, we're going to mess up. We need good friends around us. Yeah. And, you know, and again, we, we started off talking about cliches, right? But the thing is, is that, I mean, you're, you're, think about your life apart from friends, from friendships. Yeah. And sadly, some people are thinking about their lives like that because there's nobody out there who's saying, I, you know, I don't want any friends. I wish I didn't have friends. Um, there are people who I wish. Mean, sometimes as an introvert, I may think that way, if I'm honest. But if <laughs> Well, you need friends, Tim. That's true. That's what I'm I, re- I remind myself of okay. that daily. Yep. So, but again, in the, in the parenting journey, all right, as we're parenting along the way, we want to make sure that there are people who are around us. We're, again, close friends, friends that, you know, relationships where we have proximity that when we fall down or when we're going along the way, um, that they're there to pick us up. So yeah. I just think that um, good friend, good friends, I, man, I just think about when it comes to friendships for me, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. It's an, it's an, it's an embarrassment of riches. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, like God has blessed me with incredible friends mm-hmm. over the years. And I've lived in different places and, and uh, I just remember getting married. And when I got married, the, the, the guys that stood with me, they were from like every place I'd lived, I mean, there was Louisville, there was Lexington, there was Texas, there were, I mean, just Bowling Green. There were all of these relationships in different places where God was faithful to give me good friends. Yeah. You know, good brothers to do life with. And that hasn't changed, it hasn't changed in becoming a parent. Um, I have, I, I have people who are, who I can talk to, people who I'm, I'm I can, I'm, tr- I trust what they're doing. Sure. Um, people that are running the same race that I'm running. 
and uh, and I need I need those people in my life. Um, one for encouragement to encourage me, um, for me to be an encouragement to the to to them, but also when things aren't going so well. Mm-hmm. You know we, you know parenting is hard. You know that's why we need yeah. people. I, you know there's no lone ranger. There's not like hey it's just me and I'm going to be able to do this. Man, even Navy SEALs don't go out by themselves. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? <laughs> They're on teams. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter how elite you are or how good you think you are, we, we really need um, a band of brothers, a band, you know, or, or sisters around us, or people around us right. that are, that are um, for us, that are running the same race. Because um, parenting's warfare is yeah. hard, um, and, it's, and it's, it's really hard when you do it by yourself. So Yeah. Well, and I think it's important to... Um, you know, I think about the fact that my wife has loved, she's gotten plugged into a women's Bible study during the week with moms in a similar life stage. Mm-hmm. And that's been super important for her, especially where she's a stay at home mom right now. Of It's easy for her to feel like she's alone, to face these challenges alone mm-hmm. and um, to just sit in a room with other moms, uh, study God's word together, but also just be able to, to talk about, hey, we're going through the same kind of stuff. Um, but I also, I also think it's important, not just as a dad or as a mom to have, you know, have dad friends and have mom friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things I loved about our wedding was uh, the pastor who did it, he had his turn and face the crowd and he looked out to all of our friends and family that were there. And he said, you know, some of you may be here as friends and family of Tim and some of you may be here as friends and family of Allie, but I want you to make a commitment that now you're going to be friends and family of their marriage and so I, I, I'm reminding myself, it's not something that I'm always good at, yeah. uh, especially as we're trying to develop a new community here in Florida, um, that I not only find friends that are dads and that my wife find friends that are moms, and, um, but also that we collectively as a family and specifically as a couple find friends uh, where we can have people pouring into our, our marriage as well so that as we're developing our marriage, that also helps us develop as parents. Yeah, I've had to learn how to become friends with people who aren't University of Kentucky fans, right? I mean, I've had oh, to. I had to do that. You know, moving yeah. down here, I, I realized that you know what? If I'm going to actually have a team, I'm going to have to lower my standards a little bit and find people who, you know, have uh, allegiances to teams that are inferior. Bless so, you. Yep. So, so that's part of that humility that we've talked about before yeah. as well. Well, and there's there's grace needed there as well. So tell me then, who are the next? So we've talked about you want to get family on your team, you want to get friends on your team. Uh, who is next on our parenting team? Okay. So I think you, you need to have some type of spiritual leader um, over your family. Sure. You know, we're, you know, we're whole beings. We're whole beings, and, um, and we're, we're spiritual beings. And uh, so to have a you know, a life group leader, as we call them here, or pastors, um, not, o- not only over you, but over your kids. Sure. People who uh, have particular callings and um, care for your kids spiritually to come alongside you. And, you know, it's in our student ministry, having those leaders around, um, you know, teenagers who are, who, are, who, who are trying to pave their way, form their identity, and you know, sometimes parents can feel like they, they get a little, a little muted. Maybe their voice isn't heard the same way. Having those people, uh, spirit, people who are speaking um, spiritual things into your, the life of your kids is just a helpful thing. 
Um, sometimes I use the illustration of just uh, a surround sound system. You know, we, you know, you know, you you, char- you start thinking about what's the most important part of a surround sound system. Well, the most important part is, well, I think it's a, it's a subwoofer because that you need that bass. You need oh, yeah. that bass, right? But it. it's actually not the most important part of it, even though yeah. I you feel it the most. It's important though. Don't get me wrong. But it's the center channel. Yeah. It's the center channel because the center channel of a surround sound system, it it controls the dialogue. So that is the parent. That is the that's the family, bar none. I mean, that's mom and dad. That's that's the, the center channel. Um, but there's other satellite speakers right. that channel sounds and voices that are complementary to the the main dialogue taking place, and they don't contradict it. They do. They do not. They they accentuate it. They right. they um, they pull out things that maybe the center channel is not trying to pull out. Right. It's um, you're hearing things, it may be, or feeling things that maybe the center channel is not producing. Sure. So. Um, when it comes to that spiritual team, because at the end of the day, you know, going back to that Deuteronomy 6 passage that we like to talk about is that at the end of the day, what we're really wanting to do is pass down the faith, right? We're trying to impress these things. Yeah. So on that team that you want around us, you want to make sure that there is a team around you that is um, trying to pass down the very same things that you're trying to pass up. That's an extension of what you're trying to do. And maybe when you're not listened to, they're hearing it from a different voice, a different location, a different spot um, to give that spiritual guidance. Yeah. Uh, so I know it's going to sound crazy, and but, you know, our kids don't listen to us no, <laughs> all the time, do they? They don't. They don't. And um, I remember even before I had kids, you know, you talk to parents and they're like, you know, they're, you're saying the same thing that we're saying. They're listening to you. We've been saying this for so long. And for some, yeah. somehow, y- they're listening to you. Yeah. Uh, and that's just a reality. Yeah. That's why we need community, and that's, how, that's what God's done. So yeah. um, our thing, I mean, for us, we need to be intentional about who do we want on that team. Yeah. And our kid doesn't need to know, or our, our teens, our kids don't need to know, hey, this is the team we're forming. This is what this person's for. This is what they don't need to know our schemes. They don't need to know what we're up to. But at the end of the day, we're trying to build a team that's going to um, help us as parents, but obviously um, help help our kids and, yeah. and um, achieve the goals that we have for them, but mostly what God has for them. Well, and I, I'm the prime example of that, you know, in high school. Uh, I did not receive a lot of what my parents were saying uh, very well, um, but my parents were really intentional about getting me plugged into a church, and they were plugged into that church as well. Getting plugged into that youth ministry was crucial for me because I developed a relationship uh, with my youth pastor, with a mentor in there, a youth leader, um, and they were just saying a lot of, like you said, a lot of the same stuff that my parents were saying, but because it was coming from outside of the home and it was coming from a spiritual authority of figure that I respected, mm-hmm. um, like I, I still think back to things that I, that I learned from them. Um, and even if I'm honest, it wasn't even just tangible things of like, oh, well, they taught me this lesson. Um, but the fact that they, just even the fact that they invested in me at all, they were there. Right, exactly. Yeah. It, that was yep. huge for my development into becoming the man that I am now. Hmm. Um, so it, it, I think there's also a responsibility, what you're saying is you know, there's a responsibility to you on the part of the parent 
to make sure that you are getting plugged into a community where you can't, there is somebody who can have a spiritual influence in the life of your kid. So there's, you know, like culture, like we've talked about, there is going, you have a team, you have voices around you. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's how intentional are we about kind of fencing that a little bit and, and making sure the right voices are, have proximity to our kids. The right voices are, um, you know, have access to our kids sure. opposed to different voices or other voices. So, um, yeah, for sure. We're, we're spiritual beings having pastors, spiritual leaders, um, life group leaders, Sunday school leaders, whatever that situation is, uh, where there's spiritual leaders in your li- in in the life of you and your kids that are um, that where you have the same worldview, yeah. like you're after the sa- you're after the same thing. It doesn't mean you agree on every single thing, but it, it but you and all in all, they're getting it in surround sound and stereo. Yeah. So, any other people that we should people on our team? You know, we've talked about we've got family, friends, spiritual leaders. Who else? I think that uh, coaches or, or, or teachers, uh, a lot of, again, there are things that we're not good at. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to everyone else, Tim. You're good at everything. I'm talking to everyone oh. else, okay? There are things that we're not good at, right? So, I, it, Yeah, and I'm working on the humility piece as well. Gotcha. So, so if, Thank if, you for testing me. <laughs> so if, if my kids want to play, you know, baseball or softball, guess what? They're going to have to go get another coach, okay? I can't help them. I can't help them. They want to play soccer. I really can't help them a whole lot. I can help them to a point. But I think that, you know, our kids are going to maybe go into areas where we're not interested in them or skilled at them enough to produce what they need produced um, in their life. So I think finding coaches and teachers, people that can go along, come alongside you to to pull out the gifts and talents that God has naturally given them. So if it was up to all of us to pass all those things down that without coaches, good coaches, good teachers, um, then you'd have a lot of people out there who can't play sports or would not be very good at them or who would not be able to master that musical instrument or whatever that is, because we, we're not good at everything. So again, that's why by God's grace, we have a variety of people, with skill sets, gift sets that that can that can uh, come along us, come come alongside us and help us um, yeah. as we're trying to shape our kid. And then at the end of the day, all of these people have a role in our lives. They have mm-hmm. a role, um, and it's not for you know purposes to where we're um, using these people. Hey, I want my kid this. I'm gonna use. No, it's just it's all of these are just relationships that you're trying to put your kid in the middle of that at the end of the day, all of these voices and skills and gifts and people come alongside you are going to be able to build your child up into who they were meant to be. Yeah. Well, and when we look at, we're talking about building this parenting team. um, It's not just that we want to develop our kids into being the best that they can be, but we also want to develop ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And so with all of these, whether it's family, it's friends, it's a spiritual leader, it's a coach. uh, What are the, you know, like you said, we're whole beings, so we're talking yeah. about developing all of our kid. That's right. Uh, but also all of ourselves. Yeah. You know, what are we what need are coaches? Ways? Yeah, yeah, we need coaches. We need mentors. We we yeah. need those. We need those things. 
So um, we're people who function under authority, and we're people who need who need help and have to have people, you know, speak into our lives. So it's not any different. Again, I don't. This it's not really complicated, you know. Yeah. You know, on 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 one end of it, it's not complicated. It's just difficult because relationships are difficult. Sure. And so we need people who are close enough to us, who we trust, who are who are further down the road. Uh, so yes, have people who are in like who are in like life stage. That's helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, kids are, who are the same age, and then they can play with my kids, and it, it's more natural. It's a good. That's a good phase. Yeah. Um, but there are people who have gone before us, and just to be pulling with people who are in the same life stage, that that's not that's not wise either. I mean, there's people who have gone before us who can who can help us avoid some of those pitfalls. Yeah. Um, we're talking to some of the people who are maybe a year or two ahead of us, you know what I mean? But there might be people who are, you know, a decade ahead of us. Yeah, you know, that's a, valuable. Two decades ahead of us. So, um, you know, there were, there were parents before us. You know, we're not, you know, mm. we're, we're not uh, the first ones to do it. And there are just some things that are just, they, they never change. They never yeah. change. Um, those, they're the same. And, um, but you want people who can speak into your life. And I think, I think that's one of the most difficult things as as a parent when it comes to pulling people close to you. Um, because th- for me, there's no other areas of my life that I feel m- like more of a failure in. You know what I mean? Like, you mm-hmm. know, when you're when you're not a good husband, when you're when you're not a good spouse, you're kind of like, you feel that. But yeah. a lot of where you feel that is in the home. So there's not an audience maybe to see that all the time. Right. But in the in the battle, in the you know, and, and trying to raise kids, you know, um, to honor God with your parenting, it's very easy to feel like, golly, I'm a, I'm just not a good parent. Yeah. I'm not good at this. Yeah. And the last thing you want to do is to go to somebody and say, I'm a, I'm not good at raising my, and you know, well, they're eight and seven now. So you just can now come to that conclusion or <laughs> they're teenagers now. Like I'm just, yeah. I need some help. I need some help with this. Um, it just, it really takes a lot of humility to really kind of pull people in, but I think it's necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard for, and it's hard, you want those relationships because you almost want to give people permission, <laughs> right. those right people permission on some level to to speak into that area of your life. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of times we can feel like, you know, don't tell me how to raise my kid. You raise your kids. You got your own. You don't tell me how to raise. Well, no, we need people to tell us how to raise our kids. Yeah. We really do. And uh, that's not like a message board and like, hey, everybody give me your ideas. But it's you being very intentional of being in community, looking at all of these different areas with your family, with friends, your church community, um, spiritual leaders, coaches. Like you're building your team, not only for your kids, but for you to put you on a path for success. Yeah, for sure. And you know, one thing I want to encourage our listeners with is if you're plugged into a church, get deep into that community, find more opportunities, whether, you know, here at Bell Shoals, we have, we call them life groups, Mm -hmm. get plugged into a life group with people in a similar life stage. And man, if you're not plugged into a church, uh, highly recommend that as a resource to you Mm -hmm. as a parent to find community, to find people that can pour into you. You know, I love that here at Bell Shoals, we've got 
all these things here. You know, we have That's people right. here that can pour into me as a mentor. We have sports ministries that my kids can get connected to and give them opportunities to have coaches. Um, like the the church is just as such a valuable uh, resource as parents. Um, and so, Bruce, I, I just love what you talked about today. We've talked about, you know, family, friends, spiritual leaders, coaches and teachers and then mentors. Uh, this has been really valuable. So uh, for those listening today, we would love it if you would uh, leave a review, subscribe to the show, share it with your friends, uh, not because we want to make the Along the Way podcast something great, but because we want to be able to connect with more parents That's who right. are in need of that resource. So thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you along the way. <laughs>